0: Hello, hello, hello! It is me, Stephen Jarvis with Stephen Jarvis and Friends. You may notice a few things are different. We'll get into that some other time. Um, but today, I got the Night Watch Zone on the show. I predicted we were going to get a big time guest, and I delivered. Thank you so very much for coming on the show. How have no you been?
1: I've been doing pretty good, man, and and it's no problem at all um, to come on because, you know, I love talking to folks and, you know, we kind of just happened upon each other, uh, you know, through StreamYard in their little community. So uh, this is actually fun. You're the first person I really connected with through StreamYard. So this is pretty cool.
0: Oh, yeah. I mean, I didn't even know collab was a thing until it's like, find guests, click, and then all right. of a sudden brings me to collab. So, yeah. Um. So where did your channel start?
1: Oh man, that's a story. Um well, I I love movies and talking about movies. So on my channel, we do, you know, a bunch of movie discussions, reviews, debates, and so forth. Um and you know, we do all types of movies, uh but you know, we have I have a focus on horror cuz that's that's one of my favorite genres. And when when the pandemic had started, uh what whatever it was three years ago or whatever, I had a lot of time on my hands because you know we were in lockdown and stuff like that. So um I was talking to my brother and I said, you know, man, we should we should start a channel up because me and him had been talking about this for a while before it actually happened because we grew up loving movies and our parents groomed us on movies and stuff. So but at the time, you know, his schedule was a little tight. So he said, well man, if you start a channel he says, I'll, I'll jump on whenever you need me to. So, so I was kind of nervous to be honest with you. Um, but I started a channel and I was lucky enough to meet some great people in the community. And then, you know, I had him joining on with me as a co-host. And then of course, um, um, my girlfriend Coriander, she joins me as well. So, you know, we kind of just started doing this thing, man. And here we are three years later and, still having fun so that's that's pretty much the short end of it
0: (laughs) damn that that that's nice i mean to find people in the horror community it it, oh my god people had to speak in hushed tones you know i remember being a little kid in the 90s uh 1999 i was six years old and uh got to watch my first ever amc fright fest and Mm. uh halloween was on
1: so you uh, imagine
0: a six-year-old me, uh, which was funny because H2O was on. So then uh, I ran into the bedroom scared. What does my <laughs> brother do? He grabs me, puts me down, sits on me, and I I watch the movie, and I had nightmares for months. Oh. <laughs> but it, it gave me a love for horror. For some weird reason, I yeah. loved it.
1: Yeah. Yeah. No, I know what you mean, man. Like when when we were kids, um, you know, w- if we were spending time over my grandmother's house, I have, you know, a bunch of cousins, and so we would hang out together and of course, you know, we'd be watching marathons of of horror movies on Saturdays and stuff like that. And um, yeah, man, it's like horror is just one of those genres that's really really interesting because it's it's got a really passionate community you know what i'm saying if you meet someone else that is a horror fan chances are you're going to find something that you guys have a connection with or an agreement of some sort you know it's really really cool
0: hey mark first of all welcome to the stream but go fuck yourself buddy (laughs) i i know him we used to play friday the 13th on xbox a lot so nice we we can't wait for the new texas chainsaw video game
1: yeah man i can't either i cannot wait to see how good of it i hope it's it's good or better than friday 13th because friday 13th is a fun game
0: definitely is i don't know if you watched any live streams that people were doing when they did the test oh my gosh man
1: i've heard
0: Um, slashing cast did like every day for like 11 hours each day they did streams. And then, uh, Bryce McQuaid, which they are great people. Um, Mm -hmm. anyone out there in uh, podcaster land, I guess we're calling this or YouTube land, go check them out. You won't, you won't, you won't be disappointed. They, they really do a good job. Nice. Kind of like the talking shit show, but you know, Hey, yeah. 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 Shameless plug there for you, Mark. (laughs) Um, (laughs) <laughs> but why, what, why come up with the name, The Night Watch Zone? Well, it's it, well,
1: it's kind of multi-layered. Um, obviously, my name being Night. And mm-hmm. um, I work at night. And I've been working overnights for like, I don't even know, man, like 11, 12 years. And mm-hmm. so, you know, a lot of times at night, if I was watching movies or whatever is at night (laughs) so it just it was just one of those things man where it just kind of came together like that because i was trying to think of something that was a little bit different and also kind of to make people be like what the hell is that type of thing you know make a a little bit of curiosity so it really was that it wasn't anything too special um yeah (laughs) that's pretty much the whole story
0: i mean i wish i wish
1: it was i wish it was cooler than that but it's pretty simple
0: (laughs) that that that's really awesome you know i mean hell there's people out there with youtube channels that they're like oh yeah i was just happened upon it you know and yeah use your first name and there ain't a lot of people that are willing to do that because they get scared yeah yeah and it's true i mean i never thought people would want to listen to a podcast named steven jarvis and friends but you know hey they yeah, must not that. have anything better to do to watch <laughs> to watch one of my streams
1: well i'll tell you what man there's a lot of people out there um mm-hmm. that love watching others talk you know yeah. and of course depending on their interests but yeah. there's so many people out there that love to just hear people chatting about you know a subject that they, they might find interesting and a lot of people watch youtube more than they you know watch tv
0: Oh, definitely, I, definitely. And
1: I n- I never really knew
0: that until I became a YouTuber. So it's crazy. Yeah. I mean, it's a big community. Mm-hmm. And and there's a lot of people that think they're going to make it. And then, you know, that first time when they get nothing, no views, anything, they quit.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: I, I got asked by someone, well, w- did you ever get famous from it? And I'm like, not yet. But mm. I said, I still love doing it. I've right. been doing it for four years. And they're like, but you're not being paid. I'm like, because I love it.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: You know, yeah. Just yeah, like, yeah, someone love that loves their job. Why mm-hmm. do you do it? Well, because I That's love right. it.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you have to love it, man, because if you don't, number one, it's going to show, you know, when you're talking to someone or if you're talking about, you know, whatever subject you're talking about. And number two, like, it's tough to do this, man. So anybody that hosts, you know, any type of stream or anyone that's doing videos, like we do videos or whatever, they have my utmost respect because it is, it is so challenging to put yourself out there, put yourself in front of a camera and you do what you do and you are, you're trying to connect with an audience that at first they don't know you, they don't care about you. They don't, you know, they don't, they don't owe you anything right yeah. and to do that to put yourself out there and take that risk take that chance and be ready to fail like you said there's a lot of people that start up and you know they have a rough go at it and they just say hey i'm i'm done with it i mean hell man i used to go through the same thing man when when we first started doing live streams and stuff like that we didn't we didn't have any following or anything why would we you know yeah but um you know you just keep doing it if you love it and we just myself and also with my co-host we just love talking about movies man we me and my brother grew up talking about movies all the time you know it's just it's just absolutely crazy
0: hey what's up this is my design how are you doing today what's uh, up I'm, man i'm here with uh knight and uh we're having a great interview he's doing yeah, really my good. boy
1: that's my boy
0: <laughs> hey <Gandhi laughs> ninja jk how are you doing today
1: Some of my people, man, that's cool. You guys coming in. That's awesome. Yeah.
0: Thank you so much. I mean, it, it, it is a grind. Yeah. And a lot of people that don't do it. Don't understand that. Right. You know, they, they Mm. go like, well, you have no following. Why are you doing it? And it's like, because it's part of the grind. Mm -hmm. You don't, you don't make that big money at a normal job unless you do the grind. That's right. And, I think a lot of people that are coming into podcasting that automatically think, Hey, you know, I'm going to hit it big and all that. It's a crap shoot at best. Same thing it with is. YouTube. You got to have that niche thing. Mm-hmm. And True. I mean, with me, same thing with you. I love horror movies. It was kind of hard to find my niche because it's like, I love sports and all that. Mm-hmm. Being a Minnesota Vikings fan. It's, it's kind of a, uh, hard to come up with new topics with them but uh right (laughs) it just it was one of those things that you know um it it was one of those things that you gotta love what you're doing yeah
1: it's true it's true and and
0: i did subscribe to you by the way and can't wait to watch more of your content. I was watching one of them, but it was like midnight. So my wife kind of nudges me and she's like, hey, you forgot the TV on. I'm like, oh, sorry.
1: <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, no, we have a blast, man. And 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 definitely if you, you know, you get a chance to come into our streams or, you know, I also upload videos. Um, it's definitely a really cool community, man. There's yeah. some really good people, some really great horror fans, some really cool YouTubers. Mm. And um, they'll they'll welcome you with open arms, you know. Like, like I said, like right now with Ginger Ninja, I've known him for a while. This is my design. I've known him for a while, been on streams with them, and they're cool people, man. So if you if you come into our streams and come into the community, they're gonna welcome you with open arms, as they should. And that's the way oh, it, okay. it, that's the way it should always be, you know.
0: Mm -hmm. and uh this is my design to answer your question uh i do have a horror channel i do kind of do a little mixture of horror action depends on the day um but yeah that's pretty much bare bones oh we got another one hey kyle how are you doing today hey what's up kyle what's going on man it's just it's a big community i mean people don't understand how dedicated we are to a horror community i mean we we we've forgiven jamie lee curtis for all the time she's screwed over halloween (laughs) and shit (laughs) on the fans but we still love her that's right that's right michael myers mask by the way
1: oh thanks man um yeah i had i had to get one of them and um i'm not gonna lie we uh we we took we took the young ones out to go trick or treating, and I had to put I had to put the mask on, and I had the coveralls. Man, I was scared in the crap out of these little kids. It was so much fun. Oh, that's oh, badass, dude! I it don't was know fun. If you
0: can see it, but uh, I got something for you.
1: Okay. Oh. <laughs> my I, buddy
0: Mark Ben it. said got this for me at one of the cons I went to yeah and he actually got it signed by the first ever jason the boy nice. jason oh
1: cool man wow that's awesome man i love I, I got love a Friday Friday
0: mask in uh the closet which i'll go grab that one too make my nice. make my office look a little bit better hold on And then I got this bad
1: boy. (sighs) Oh, oh, I like that. Oh, that's nice, man. I love it. I love it. God, to
0: think this used to scare the shit out of me as a kid.
1: (sighs) Same here, man. Same here. Like it used to scare the crap
0: out of me. It's the face, you know, that blank, emotionless face.
1: That's right, man. That is right. Michael, Michael is. He's one of my favorite horror icons, man. His mythology, just everything, everything about him is just, it's just always been so interesting to me. Yeah. And, um, you know, even with the movies that weren't always at their best, hmm. you know, just the thought of Michael, you know, was always something that, you know, just made me happy as a horror fan.
0: Oh, there's Thorne. Hey, Thorne. What's up, Thorne? Yeah, you gotta love Michael. I mean, some people, you know, they can say that it started with Leatherface or it started with uh, Black Christmas. But in reality, Mm -hmm. horror didn't reach its zenith until 1978 when a little movie called Halloween came about. Granted, I'm not a big fan of what they did in Halloween 2 with the whole brother-sister bullshit. But, you know, Mm -hmm. hey, it is what it is and still a great movie. Yeah,
1: yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I I mean, mean, had had good moments for
0: sure. And Donald Pleasance as Dr. Loomis. I I don't think Christopher Lee, great actor, but I don't think. I don't think he could have pulled it off as best as uh, Donald Pleasance.
1: Agreed, man. Agreed. Um, Hey, Denisha. Denisha's in here. One of my one of my channel members. Right. Good to see you. Um, Donald Pleasance was just. Absolutely fantastic yep. in that character. I mean, he's a fa- he was a fantastic a- actor anyways, but I love that character so much. One of my favorite horror characters ever. I mean, I just love Loomis. And um, yeah, man, those, the movies that he's in always have that extra little bit of charm, just seeing him pop up on the screen. You know, he's literally Van Helsing.
0: Oh, know, definitely. And,
1: and, it, and it's just amazing seeing him in his his journey <laughs> trying to battle Michael.
0: I hate it. I I always have to hit the show the comments on my end because they won't show up unless I do it.
1: Right, right, right. Hey Val. Hey Val. Happy couple Friday. of my couple of my people jumping in. Good to see you guys. I'm glad you guys are supporting Steven. That's
0: awesome. That well, hey, thank you. You know, I mean, there's so many people that you can ask. Uh, granted, uh, Peter Anthony, I've had him on my show. Um, nice. He is very, very nice guy. I don't know if you've seen his uh, fan film Roseblood yet.
1: Yes, yes. Oh, I yep.
0: love those videos. I loved it.
1: Yeah, And then good. him
0: and Jason Brooks for van- Vengeance 1 and 2. Yep. Uh,
1: yeah, talented. They're very talented.
0: I I do have to agree with Mr. Dan in horror. Um, I think Irwin Yablant said it the best, that if they would have casted Lee... It would have been mm. another hammer horror film.
1: Yeah, yeah. It would have been yeah. in
0: the realm of British horror.
1: Yeah, yeah. I, you know, I think because 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 Christopher Lee was just so that was his signature so much at the time. You know, and I think by bringing someone in like Donald Pleasance, who also was just so great at acting and had charisma and gravitas and and and, and you know just that energy, um, I think it was it was. Th- a great decision obviously because he was less known you know what i'm saying people didn't didn't really um know him as well as, as yeah. christopher lee so it was a great decision
0: well yeah and i mean it goes down as one of the greatest decisions john carpenter ever made mm. and of course he yeah. would later use donald Pleasants and other films that he made uh same thing with kirk yes. Russell, jamie lee yes
1: um great agreed man yeah, I love Donald Pleasance and uh Prince of Darkness, man. That that that's a I love him in that one. Prince of Darkness to me is underrated. Yeah. I'm a huge, I'm a huge Carpenter fan too, if I haven't already said that. Like so I absolutely am I. yeah, man. I'm a huge Carpenter fan. So I love I love pretty much everything he's done. And Prince of Darkness to me is severely underrated. I absolutely love that movie so much. You, you know, it's very cerebral. You know, so I know I know for some people that either is a great thing or it's a not great thing. But for me, I loved it.
0: I loved it. Um. Well, I mean, you know, on the discussion of Carpenter, I mean. You got to believe that if the thing would have done as good as what it should have been, mm. we'd probably get. More Carpenter films, but. As that, he kind of went more independent because the critics were shitting on it, which, you know, critics don't know their ass from the hole in the ground sometimes. True enough. Um, Yeah. But the way that he does his movies is just unbelievable. I mean, Mm -hmm. Assault on Precinct 13. Yes. You know, and it's just it's very, very interesting how he comes up with some of this stuff.
1: Yeah, I mean, you know, his movies are—they're just so well crafted. A lot of them are very lean, you know what I'm saying, and, and simplistic, but they're so good at all the little things. Yeah. Um, you know, when you think about, um, Assault in Precinct 13, I mean, that—that that was such a simple story, but oh, definitely. The way he shot it and the way that, that everything was crafted, you know, as a filmmaker, it just it just drew you in. I remember the first time I saw that movie and I was just like, what? Because I had seen it after I knew who he was, after I had seen Halloween and I might have yeah. been, I don't know, maybe my mid teens or whatever. But I watched it and I'm like, oh, my God, this movie is amazing. <laughs> you
0: know I, mean? I showed those movies to my wife. And uh-huh. she she even said, you know, Assault is kind of a slow build up to where the it gets to. But once it gets there, it and I think the same thing with Halloween in a way, you know, uh, oh, yeah. she thought Insidious and all that. The Conjuring were the scariest movies. I'm like, Alyssa, sit down. I'll show you.
1: <laughs> we watched the
0: whole Halloween collection that night. And then the next day we watched all the Friday the 13th.
1: Nice. Nice. Still
0: haven't got her on Nightmare on Elm Street, but
1: <laughs> one day. One day. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I, you know, when you watch, for me, those three, they're just they're the trinity. Those are the three yeah. that I grew up on. I was literally watching those movies all the time as a kid. And um, I absolutely love all three franchises, you know. and Oh, definitely. It, it's just something about them and, and the favorite movies in each franchise. They just, they have a charm to them. They have an old yeah. school feel to them, obviously, because a lot of them are older films. But it's something that I think is missing to a degree in a lot of modern films. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, definitely. it's, 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 it's something that we don't see as much in a lot of, in some modern films, we get a little bit of it. You know, there is charm. And a lot of times you'll find out that those filmmakers were inspired by Carpenter or the old Friday the 13th movies or the nightmare movies, you yeah. know? So at least we got that.
0: <laughs> oh, definitely. I mean, there was uh I don't know if you've read the taking shape books,
1: yes, like, I yes. love them books, bro i I should go grab it. I got it over there. Yes, I love those man i
0: I got them from Kendall because my wife's got the Amazon prime thing, yep, and I was like, I have to read these. and when yes. I read them, I couldn't put them down, knowing how many how much the Weinsteins had fucked over the franchise, yeah, and we were actually. And I'm sure a lot of the folks listening or watching know this or don't know this, but we were actually supposed to get a Freddy versus Jason movie in the '90s. Yep. And we were also supposed to get a Freddy or not Freddy, but Michael versus Jason movie in Mm the '90s. And Carpenter had even came wanting to come back to direct it, but the Weinstein's wouldn't do it because they didn't know how to make it work. It's like Put two of the greatest directors in there, John Carpenter and uh, I can't really say Sean Cunningham's the greatest after, you know.
1: (laughs) Joseph Zito was good, though. Yeah. From part four.
0: I mean, heck, you could have put Tommy McLaughlin for the Friday the 13th side. Had him on the show, too. That was a great interview. Yeah, he's Um, a cool dude, man. Oh, I loved it. I, I would mm. ask him a question and just, he would go off. He would talk about it. And it's just like, mm. people were asking me in the comments, like, when is, when, Tommy, when are you going to let him ask you another question? I told the comments, <laughs> it's like, no, this is good. This is a, dr- <laughs> this is a guy that rebuilt Friday the 13th after five. I mean, yep. five could have killed the franchise.
1: It could have.
0: Yes. It really could have. Yep. Yep.
1: Just like with
0: Halloween three season of the witch.
1: That's right. Yeah. I mean, I think it's, it's interesting because Friday, Halloween and nightmare, they all tried to do some different things, um, Mm -hmm. to varying, varying results. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, when I think of matter of fact, it's funny you say this because on Tuesday, we're doing a stream where we've been doing this thing where we're doing like a versus of, of movies and, um, Just this last Tuesday, we did Halloween 4 versus Friday 4, which is really, really cool. And this Tuesday, we're going to do Friday Part 6, Jason Lives against Nightmare on Elm Street 3, The Dream Warriors. And it's interesting because both movies came off of a sequel that wasn't well-received. And and both of these movies really reinvigorated these two franchises. Oh, definitely. it's really, really interesting stuff, man. You know, looking at the history of it. You know, it's funny because i I was there watching it as a kid, yeah. And now I get to talk about it, and I can look at it from a different perspective as far as looking at the history or the behind the scenes. You know, like you said, books like Taking Shape, um, stuff like for Friday Thirteenth, Crystal Lake Memories. Yep, got that. One I love that. Um, For Nightmare on Elm Street, Never Sleep Again. That's a great one that goes through the whole Nightmare franchise for any fan of Nightmare, for any fan of Friday the 13th. These are documentaries that you've got to check out, man. And of course, the Take oh, and Shape definitely. books, they're awesome for Halloween fans, too.
0: Definitely. Um, and I, I think it goes to tell you how I mean, you look at like you said, you look at these franchises after Halloween, you had uh, the Renaissance over in Canada with. Uh, my bloody Valentine and a couple of other great ones that went under the radar. I mean, prom night, prom night, yeah. Yep. Um, I told my buddy Mark on a stream once, I said, you know, why didn't my bloody Valentine get a franchise or at least hmm. another sequel? It was that good,
1: right. yeah, yeah. I agree, man. I agree. I mean, it and was it really followed
0: good. the formula, mm hmm. Hmm. And it's hey, it's just it's so weird how Halloween came back from the third movie. Mm. Now they're gonna have to try and come back. Well, granted, I I think they'll whenever a new Halloween movie comes out, which I hate to tell anyone that thinks the franchise is dead just because they said ends and they killed Michael. He's right. gotten up from way worse
1: yep he's coming back, man. I you know, and I talk a lot about Halloween, um, just because I love it so much. I talk a lot of Halloween and Friday, but I keep telling people it's not over, man. I can it's almost look, man, I'd bet money. Michael's coming back. Halloween's coming back, and they're gonna do it one of a couple different ways. It might be a new timeline. They might, um, you know, follow one of the sequels. Like one of the things I've been thinking about is them following off from Halloween Four, bring back Danielle Harris now that she's older. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. then create a new, a new, um, you know, angle, a new timeline mm-hmm. off of Halloween Four. Um, or they could, you know, try to remake it again. But I don't think they'll go that route because you no. know, Rob Zombie already did it. Yeah, and so it's difficult,
0: man. And then Blumhouse. Yeah. Right. I wouldn't say they really remade it, but in a way, they kind of did.
1: Yeah, they did. They did. And
0: it, it, the first two were really good, but ends, mm-hmm. man.
1: Well, here's the thing.
0: It, it was still a great movie in a way, yeah, but it wasn't a great Michael movie.
1: Right, right, right. And and I know what they were trying to do, and they were trying to, because Kills was Michael's movie. Yeah, that was, definitely. That was. That was the most badass Michael (laughs) of all time. Oh, fuck yeah, man. I loved it. And I think what they were thinking was, okay, well, we already gave you as much Michael as you've ever had in any single movie. And I think what they were trying to do is kind of be creative, not do the same thing they've been doing. Um and make michael more in the background in his essence the evil of him infecting Corey, and still the in the uh the town was infected and still you know looking for a boogeyman to blame everything on and it's it's great on paper but i think that they just didn't have enough michael they just didn't have enough michael exactly
0: and when they did i mean they made michael look like a bitch
1: yes man was, we were just motherfucker. sad, sad thing night. to
0: say but they did and granted yeah i understand you know they wanted him to, they took away some of his supernatural shit okay mm-hmm. there's no way in hell that you can say he's not supernatural like yeah you can say he's not like a zombie or anything but at right. the same time in the original series you could say he got lucky up until part two yes Yes. When he came back in four, he kind of got lucky in four with getting out of there. Five, they, whatever the fuck the director was thinking with five, I know, and then of man. course, uh, curse of Michael, that yes. kind of destroy it could have destroyed the franchise there too.
1: It could have, man. I mean, this this franchise could have been destroyed a couple times. It could have been destroyed with Halloween three, Halloween five, Halloween six, Resurrection, uh, Rob Zombies, Halloween two and now here we are with Halloween ends. That's why when people get so upset about Halloween ends, like, you know, that's fine if they didn't like it cuz you know, there's some movies that people connect to more than others. But we've been in this situation before as Halloween fans, you know, having a very controversial movie. But I kid you not, man, I I I like the movie for what it was. I just wished it was more Michael, definitely. But I do think there's a chance that as time goes on, you know, a lot of people that people totally love it. I Well, I think they'll come around on it to some degree, at least, because there are some people in my comments, they literally think it's the worst movie ever made on the face of the earth. And I'm like, you guys are crazy. Watch
0: Resurrection and tell us that. Yeah.
1: I mean, because it's a really well-made movie. The soundtrack is awesome. You know, James Drew Courtney is always amazing. That kill with Nurse Deb was amazing. Corey was a great character, but it was just too focused on him. Yeah, You know, that was the only problem. And he should have been introduced earlier. He should have been introduced at least in Kills. And then seeing him go to the dark side would have hit harder. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. We didn't have enough time to really feel it in a way. But, you know, it is what it is. But, um, yeah, this franchise will be back. And I think...
0: It will. It,
1: I think it's it's quite possible that we're going to get some other good Halloween movies. Because I loved 28, 2018, and I loved Kills. Oh,
0: definitely. I mean, 2018, you know. how they rebrought it back yeah. to the first one yes. was just. And Thor- <laughs> I've been looking at some of these comments, and yeah, Thorne, I couldn't believe they put him in the uh, junkyard grinder it- crusher and- either. But at I the know. same time, I just can't <laughs> believe that they had built up that 2018 was going to be the final confrontation. of laurie and michael and then she's all in three movies and she gets the almighty kill and Mm -hmm. kill or ends and it's just like really like i would have been happy if they would have kept the alternate ending of the 2018 in where she dies because they gave her such a heroic death
1: yeah yep i agree man i mean there's a lot of different ways that they could have gone and i would have been okay with it you know yeah I mean and to be quite honest as much as I love kills like the way that even the theatrical of 2018 the way that ended I thought was just it it, it reminded me so much of 78 you know because here's Michael he should be dead or should die and then all of a sudden he's not there and you're wondering did he get out of that fire just like with 78 Loomis doesn't see his body it's like okay. Did he just crawl away and he's going to die from blood loss or is he still out there? And, you know, you your mind takes over and you're you're wondering, you know, because he's the shape,
0: you know. I mean, I remember me and my wife going to the premiere of the 2018 at midnight Mm -hmm. and it was awesome, man. The first Mm -hmm. time I ever did that. To any yeah. movie, I, I wanted to. I wanted to make it special because a lot of people are like, you know, sometimes if you go to one and a, for your first time, and a, it can ruin it. Yeah. But to me, the only thing is, I didn't stay long enough for the credits to hear the breathing. Oh. So I, I looked <laughs> up because as soon as I seen it, there's people like, "Oh, did you stay for the credits and all that?" And mm. I'm like, "No, why? What happened?" And they're like, "He's breathing, man. He's breathing. He's coming mm. back." It's like, "Well, no shit." <laughs> i mean this this guy has taken so much shit right and he keeps coming back i mean granted we they're good they pretty much ended the blumhouse storyline so now you can yeah. literally go from whatever timeline you want
1: yep yeah
0: and, and
1: and that's what they're gonna do that's what they're gonna do i've heard some people say well can they do a movie after it and and you know focus on you know allison because she's you know driving off to a new town and blah 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 and it's like no man they they can't follow it now i mean i i just don't see no way possible that it would work because you got you have to have michael in it you just have to you can't
0: you you can't give them the same old story every time right and jamie lee curtis you need to stay the fuck away
1: well, she's done, man, and and yeah. I really I really do believe at this time. And I think here's the thing: twenty eighteen kind of was a reintroduction. Yeah, Kill, kills was Michael's movie, and ends was Laurie's movie. Yeah, you know ultimately Laurie's. I mean, we did we did a lot with Corey, but I mean Laurie as far as getting it done and just just you know getting getting that satisfaction of finally killing him and letting her granddaughter go off and live her life, and you know there are a lot of fans of of Laurie Strode as a character uh, and obviously there's a tons of fans that are Michael Myers uh f- fans so either way you were going to upset some fans yeah. with Halloween oh ends. definitely you know what i mean there's some people that love the ending of H2O yeah. but there's also people that hate it cuz she quote unquote killed Michael yeah. at the end of H2O
0: you know what i mean so. Yeah. and to hard hard uh, to go back to one of the what one of the comments that Michael is not supernatural, but when he puts on that mask, you cannot sit there and tell me he's not. I mean, this guy got shot six times, got up and walked away like it was fucking nothing. Mm-hmm. Granted, well, it, it depends then, on where where they go with the supernatural aspect. Like, yeah, right. there's some times where it went too much. Right.
1: That's what I was going to say. Yep. Yeah. Like, as much as I love kills, and I really, really do, I mean, he was taking punishment, man. He got he got shot at least six times in kills. He got hit over the head. He got stabbed in the spine, the back of the, you know, uh, base yes. of the neck, Um, the pitchfork in his back. I mean, he was messed up, which is, of course, why he was all messed up in ends. But, yeah. you know, David Gordon Green said that he, that Michael, wasn't immortal he was just capable of very fantastic fantastical yeah. things and i get it but and as much as i love those scenes like when he took on the whole town of haddonfield i love that scene so much with the music and what james D. courtney was able to do but it's like well you can't sit there and say he's just a regular old guy yeah if he can take all of that like at least in 78 yes he got shot six times and that's really pushing the envelope. Yeah. Of what's possible? But that was it. You know, <laughs> but it kills, man. They were literally just jacking him all over the place before he came back and killed him. I mean, how
0: there was even a woman with a, in one of the, in that scene leading up to that, and she has a friggin', uh, an iron. Iron. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. I mean, and of course, the way they killed Brackett. After he I says that everyone's entitled to one good scare, it's like that makes no sense. He said that to Lori in the first one. No one that's ever not seen the movies is gonna be like, why would he say that? Right, right, right. And yeah, that evil definitely. dies tonight. That that should have been done after like two scenes.
1: Yeah, man. I think the hospital scene, like I get what they were trying to do. Yeah. They were they were trying to show how good people can become infected. Just like by evil. him. Yeah. They literally yeah. They literally became the evil that they hated and became Lanty's and so forth. But I think that that hospital scene, which, you know, I don't know, it went on for whatever, 14 minutes or whatever it was. It should have been cut down to like maybe seven, cut in half. And and then I think people wouldn't have gotten so um, irritated by it. But at the same time as someone I've watched kills a bunch of times it is definitely counterbalanced by a lot of kills and a lot of Michael and a lot of great practical effects and gore. So it's, it's crazy, man. It's crazy.
0: Oh, definitely. Um, and for, uh, witching entertainment hideout, I definitely do agree that Lori has been used too much. Mm. That being said, I do agree with Knight where, If they do pick up any timeline, if it's John's or if it's uh, Jamie's, because you can always say, well, six never happened. Right. Exactly. I mean, they did it with the trilogy. That's right. And so there's so many ways they can take it.
1: Mm -hmm. I just. Oh, yeah.
0: I hope they don't go the same route that ends did where they were like. They're like, oh, you know, there's someone that's trying to be like him.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. But at the yep. same
0: time, it it does harbinger back to the fact where when you look in Corey's eyes and you mm-hmm. see the same thing that Michael has, it mm-hmm. pretty much says the same thing that the shape always comes somewhere else.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, and so and, and, yeah,
0: who's it going to come into next? I mean, that's one thing about Michael Myers. Michael Myers is just the human aspect. Mm-hmm of the shape but when he puts that mask on it's like he's different he's a Mm -hmm. shape he's immortal he can do shit that we couldn't do Mm -hmm. i mean fuck he literally sees all these people surrounding him and he only cares about putting his mask back on
1: i know man that's (laughs)
0: like how fucking badass is that he doesn't care
1: I know, man. It had to have been at least 20 of them. I remember we were in the theater and, yep. you know, Karen says, Gotcha. You know, and the lights come on. Yeah. James looks to his side, looks to the other side. And it's, like I said, it's at least 20 people. Yeah. And then all of a sudden he's just like, And he grabs the mask. And I'm like, Oh my God. It was seriously the one thing I think people need to realize. And again, I I definitely know that Halloween Ends is flawed. Kills is flawed, too. I think 2018 is is the best of the three as far as from A to Z as a film. But I do love Kills. But I think what people have to remember is that we did have movies like Resurrection. We did have movies like Halloween 5 where you had a horrible mask. You had that Looney Tunes music with those two cops, the bumbling cops. It's like... We've had some bad moments in Halloween, man. And, you know, these three movies, if nothing else, if nothing else at all, gave us a really great Michael Myers with a great mask. He's he was so dedicated to the role. Like I I, I interviewed him and he was just so dedicated to being the shape. And it showed on the screen. Yeah. James Jude. man, You could just tell his commitment to the role. So I'm just glad we got James Jude Courtney you know, in these three movies?
0: Well, they would have brought Daniel Harris back, but she was going to have to do a special service for the, one of the Weinsteins. Mm. And, uh, no, she's, she's too good of an actress for what they wanted to do with her character. Right. Um, and you can read this in taking shape. They Mm. literally tell you what they were thinking about doing with, jamie if daniel harris comes back it was yeah. pretty much a throwaway just like what they did to rachel in five
1: yeah which is ridiculous that yeah. rachel thing i could not believe that ellie cornell deserved yeah. so much better because she was she was part of the magic of halloween yeah. for her and daniel harris together yeah you know and for them to kill her off in such a ridiculous way so early in the movie too like yeah. at, at least if maybe she did a heroic sacrifice for jamie uh, You know, at least midway, if not two thirds through the movie or at the end, I probably could have dealt with that better. But, you know, she was alone and the kill was lame yeah. and it was like in the first 15 minutes of the movie. It's like, what the hell is going on? It just didn't yeah. make any sense.
0: Val, I do have to agree with you. Uh, the producers cut of Halloween six is one of it. I do have to say this, though for what they were trying to do with the producer's cut, I like it. Mm. But at the same time, hinting that Michael and Jamie, you know, had yeah. something to produce a child. It, it's stupid. Yeah. It's like, but wow, at the man. same time, there is rumors out there that. Um, when raped Jamie and had Michael watch. Mm. Just to see what he would do. And it's just like, really? Like, you couldn't have figured out anything better to do. But granted, by that point, they were stuck to a trilogy route. So they had to come up with something. Yeah. And yeah, it's it really is bad.
1: Yeah. Agreed.
0: Um, And granted, the thorn symbol, they could have fleshed that out and back and forth. The cult or the uh they could have literally done a cult aspect in five and it probably would have worked better than the man in black.
1: Yeah, I agree. I I absolutely agree. I think, see, the thing of it is, is that they were trying to dig themselves out of a hole. Yeah, you know, they mm-hmm. started to you know have the whole thing with the the boots, you know, the man in black, and yeah. of course, and five, you know, breaking Michael out and all that. And I gotta admit, man, I was all excited to see where it was gonna go. Mm-hmm. But then with six, man, they just they couldn't figure a way to make the story work. You know, I think I think they tried to over-explain Michael too much. I think anytime yeah. you try to over-explain any of these icons, whether it's Freddie. Look, if you look at uh, Freddie's dead. If you look at Jason Goes to Hell, if you look at The Curse of Michael Myers or even the Rob Zombie movies, you know, there's a huge group of fans that rail against it because you're over explaining. And yeah. when you try to over explain, you usually run into to, to continuity issues like when mm-hmm. Jason Goes to Hell. All of a sudden he's got a sister and he's got a, a family dagger that's magical and the Necronomicon is, is involved and what the hell is going on? Jason is body hopping. He's like, dog, what,
0: what, what is he doing? <laughs> it's funny you say that because someone in the comments before said, how could they do that to Michael by what they did to him in ends? It's like, how could they yeah. do what they did to Jason? In the beginning of Jason goes to hell, right? Like, I mean, they it's did... badass how it was set up. But yes. in the long run, it didn't work. Yes, man.
1: Yes. I remember seeing that movie the first time. And as soon as the SWAT team came in and they started shooting him up and he exploded, I was like, my jaw dropped. I was like, what? This is like the first 12 minutes of the movie. And it just... Oh, man, don't get me going on Jason Goes Down. No. These guys know, a lot of these guys in the comments, they know, because I've railed against that movie for a long
0: time. Oh, I, I, hey, if you ever want to come back <laughs> on the show, I'll get you to talk about Jason Goes Down. <laughs> hey, we'll, we'll do like sure. a watch along of it and just <laughs> shit on it the whole time. <laughs> okay, man, we'll we we we'll have to do that. That'll be fun. Yeah. I mean,
1: it's crazy because it's not, all right, so, so look, it's it's got some good stuff in it. And and mm-hmm. it's a fairly good horror movie because it's got good kills, it's got some good practical effects, it's got some good moments. Duke is a great character, but mm-hmm. to me, it's not a good Friday the thirteenth movie. See, that's where I that's where I draw the line. Mm-hmm. Um, one of my best buddies, Eric, he's a YouTuber as well. He loves it. And he's always talking about, you know, the things that he loves about it. And I and I get it, I get where he's coming from and where we're good friends. But for me, phew, no
0: no 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 i do have to say and i'll probably get shit for this but what they were trying to do with freddy's glove coming out and him laughing mm-hmm. yes. oh my god we that was good uh, if they could have pulled that trigger and had mm-hmm. kane hotter as jason uh, granted robert england was gonna be freddy of course right mm-hmm. if they could have pulled that off I think it would have done better than the one we got, but granted, I, oh,
1: absolutely! Yeah. Here's
0: the thing, and I don't know if you read any of the novelizations for the trilogy of uh, Halloween, Twenty Eighteen yes. Kills. I love the books better. Yeah,
1: yeah, the books were really, really cool. I gotta admit, it's true. It really is. I mean, and I've had I've heard some people say, "Man, they should have went with fleshing out the story like they did in the book." And yeah, I agree, yeah. man. I do agree with that. these guys they know man jason goes to hell and it's funny because like on on my channel you know myself uh my my brother killian and coriander we all you know are huge friday 13th fans like that's you know our number one franchise you know we're huge halloween fans too but friday Mm -hmm. is just kind of special but all three of us i mean we just Jason goes to hell is just down on that list, man. we ranked yeah. it. We ranked the franchise and it's always at the bottom um, or second to last. And, um, but it's funny because when we talk about it, we have a good time. Cause I mean, we're, we're poking fun at it. I can still watch yeah. it oh, and okay. enjoy it for what it is. You know, we, we at least get Kane for about 13 minutes in the movies. So, that,
0: <laughs> so that's yeah, good. We get Kane as a security guard or police SWAT team person calling Jason a pussy yes yes it's just like really what once i saw that i i just knew the movie was downhill yeah man yeah and then of course he bites his heart and he becomes jason it's just like oh fuck
1: and they were copying off of uh the hidden a sci-fi movie called the hidden which was a really good movie but it was Uh, basically about it yeah it's called the hidden it's got um oh my god what's his name kyle mclaughlin is in it it's a sci-fi thriller, a little bit of horror in there as well. But it's basically about an alien that comes to Earth and basically is able to body hop. And you've got these oh, two okay. de- two detectives that are on the case to try to fig- figure out how to stop the alien. But, of course, when they body hop, just like in Jason Goes to Hell, you don't always know that it's the alien. Yeah, You know what I'm saying? Because you see the person that they've infiltrated or whatever. So it's a really good, very underrated.
0: So um, kind of like sci-fi. uh Invasion of the Body Snatchers in a way.
1: Kinda, yeah. Where they yeah, kinda the
0: clone, and then you that kills off the original.
1: Yeah, it's kind of like that. Although oh. I don't think it has as as much finesse because invasion of the body snatchers is fantastic, especially the 78 one with Donald Sutherland. Yeah. I love that movie. Holy crap, man. But um um the hidden. It was directed by Jack Shoulder, who directed Nightmare on Elm Street 2. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. Definitely check it out, man. It's it's good. It's good. It's a fun time. But it came out before Jason Goes to Hell. And I know Adam Marcus and whoever was writing that script were influenced by the hidden. I'm telling you, (laughs) no doubt at all about it.
0: (laughs) I mean, you know, and that's the thing about horror. There's been some real dud movies. But at the Mm -hmm. same time, some of these franchises, you got to realize they run out of ideas. And that's pretty much what happened after Halloween 4. After Hall, I mean, hell, me and a few of my buddies, we've talked about, well, what if they just ended it at one? And then Mm -hmm. when 2018 came around, they made another movie. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, (laughs) sequels had never been really done at that point, at least not in the horror franchise. Mm-hmm. and two is really good. I mean, i love two. if they could have fixed a few things, not given them the reason, I yeah. mean, hell, his reason could have been she escaped. That's right. That was the yep. only one that night that was able to get away. And it's just it, what they did. And of course, John Carpenter has come out and said that he had drank a lot and he didn't mm-hmm. want to do the movie. Right. So, I mean, yeah, it sucks, but you know, once but. they got away from that mm-hmm. and hopefully they can get away from that with the new movie when it whenever they announce it, oh mm-hmm. man, I'm marking my calendar. I don't I, I already told my wife, I'm like, I don't care if you're pregnant. I love my <laughs> wife, I don't care if she's pregnant. If that movie comes out and she's giving birth, they might have to hold that baby in there for a little bit because we gotta go see it.
1: Yeah, you got to hold it for ninety, hundred minutes or whatever they do, yeah. whatever length of the movie it is. Well, you know, but yeah, I, Halloween two, I love it. To me, Halloween seventy eight and Halloween two is a great double feature. Yeah, and 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 every year I like to do that as a double feature. Um, and, you know, and again, it was flawed as well, but I but I do think it had some great moments. The finale is one of the best in the franchise. Man, oh, like as definitely. soon as he as soon as he stabs that nurse and lifts her up and Lori realizes that it's the shape and that, dun, dun, dun. dun, Yeah. I was like, what? I mean, it's still one of my favorite finales in the whole damn franchise. So, you know, I look at it like that, you know, some of these sequels, um, gave us some great moments, even though, like you said, they could have stopped at 78 and it would have been perfect.
0: Well, definitely. I mean, and there's a Halloween four. Yeah, if that would have been the sequel to the original Halloween, what a great way. I mean, originally, had they gotten Jamie Lee Curtis to come back, Mm -hmm. it was going to be a whole different thing. Jamie wasn't even Jamie was a bit character. Then Mm -hmm. Um, Rachel was supposed to be the daughter, I do believe, of Laurie in there in Chicago or some random shit like that. in like that. Yeah, I have to reread that because it was in talking shape. Mm -hmm. or taking shape i i I was that freaking messed up but i mean could you imagine which granted thank god jamie lee didn't come back because i i think like everyone else you know you you're part of that franchise for so long that it just it really gets to the point of how many more times can i do this i mean sean connery with james bond you know right how many more times
1: it's true daniel craig Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, at some point you got to you got to tip your hat and take a bow and get out of there, you know?
0: Yeah. I mean yeah. and and I want to say the most underrated part of kills was that flashback scene. Yes, I love it. I
1: love it, man. I honestly thought it was like some deleted or unused footage at first. The first yeah. 2 or 3 seconds, and I was like, "Wait a minute." And I'm thinking to myself, "I know 78 backwards and forwards. I don't remember this and i really it took me a a second or two to figure it out and i'm like wow they recreated this and the first time i saw tom jones jr as loomis i was like wait a minute and it was like that that first second or two and i was like is this is this unused footage of donald pleasance and i was like oh my god no it's not but it's so good and so well done um it was fantastic man that's that's what gives me yeah i mean i have hope anyways because we always get some good sequels too, but I really hope that when they come back, that they utilize, you know, the respect and the quality that they had, even with things Ooh. like the recreation scenes. You know, a good mask. You know, the atmosphere, the tension, the music, the music. Yeah, Donna. you know,
0: Donna. and of course, Michael just when when the Hawkins says freeze. Michael just turns around quick, like, and <laughs> just walks yeah. away. Yeah. It's like, how much, how badass could you be? Yes, yes. I'm telling you, man. And then, of he, course, they had one with Lonnie and all that. And
1: yeah, that one
0: was good too.
1: That was, man. He's just strolling on down the street. Yeah. And I'm like, man, Michael, Michael's on a different level, man. He's, he's a great horror icon. He really is.
0: I mean, it, and how they did it. Right away, too. Mm-hmm. I mean, you see, you was that before the firefighters? It's been so long. Yeah, that had to be before the firefighter scene.
1: Yes. Yes.
0: Yeah. Yep. And just how Hawkins was like, and I must kill him or something. And then all of a sudden, just bam, right there yep. to that flashback scene was just, you couldn't have done it any better.
1: Yeah, man. And I'm sure was, Carpenter.
0: I'm sure Carpenter was sitting there going like put it right there.
1: Mhm. I if agree, you man. We
0: really want people to not uh, not know what's going to happen next. And that's a lot of what these horror movies. We as fans don't want to know what's going to happen next. We don't always right. want Michael to show up when he's supposed to. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, agree. Helen, Halloween 2 when she when uh Jimmy hits the horn. You automatically Mm -hmm. think Michael's going to be there, but it takes her crawling and then getting back up. And then all of a sudden, bam, he's there.
1: Yep. Yep. You gotta, you gotta take your time. You know, that's the one thing about, especially those older movies, they took their time, you know, they built up the tension and atmosphere. And then when stuff started going on, you were really invested, you know?
0: Yeah. Um, what is your favorite horror movie of all time?
1: Oh bro, that's so t- that's so tough, man. Y- you know, I love so I I, I tr- and I, I know it's cliche to say it, but I love so many, and I do have a handful that I could easily say is my favorite. You know, there there was a time when I would talk about Carpenter's the Thing being my favorite just because of the fact that it had such great tension and atmosphere and a great cast. Um Halloween four, I mean Halloween seventy eight obviously is just to me it's it's pretty much a perfect movie. Um and and I love it. There's also times that I'll say, hey man, I absolutely love the Exorcist, you know um, oh yeah. But I, you know, I can comfortably I can comfortably say Halloween, um, but there's definitely some other movies that every once in a while i kind of like <laughs> you know switch back and forth. But Halloween mm. seventy eight, it just gives me everything, man. It really does from A to Z. It's I'll put it to you this way. I watch it every year and especially around Halloween time and it never gets old. No, it never disappoints. And it just takes me back. You know, I feel like I'm being transported to a time um, when things were scarier, you know what I'm saying? So it's definitely the movie that I enjoy so much. And I watch the most out of my favorite movies. So I guess in that sense, it's my favorite.
0: I mean, Definitely. Um, it, the one thing that I think the series really has been missing is Donald Pleasence. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. And, and this is no shot at Malcolm McDowell, but yeah. I mean, I could see what Zombie was trying to do. He was trying to do a whole new take on the franchise, which in hindsight, it was okay. Mm-hmm. But ultimately, I could understand why he was trying to do it because we had everyone in hollywood thought michael was dead at re- after resurrection even though he opens his eye
1: right yep
0: and after resurrection we thought well maybe now that Lori's dead he'll go after Stephen or he'll go after um john mm-hmm. and who knows maybe this next halloween movie they go back to the halloween nine movie that we were supposed to get all along and that right. was him and john yep but um yeah, man. It, it's nuts you know it how is. halloween friday the 13th a lot of these franchise ones have such good ones in the beginning and then of course they fall off mm-hmm. but at least they didn't do as bad as what jaws 4 did <laughs> that's true that that's movie has still not come back from that
1: i know man <laughs> That was good, yeah. Jaws, Jaws is one of my favorite movies too. And But when you look at the descent it made from one to four, it's yeah. unbelievable, man.
0: Like, well, the sad thing, thing is they wanted, um, Roy Scheider to be in all four. Yeah, but yeah. after two, he was like, "No, I'm done." Yeah, and I don't. And that blame was smart. Them. That was smart. Oh yeah, I mean, three oh, yeah. D, three D was okay. Yeah, it was all right but the revenge like nope. you're going to tell me that a shark hat holds a grudge to that badly where it goes after a fa- even goes to the Bahamas to I go know. after this family. And it's just like, Oh, good it's Lord. It's like, man, talk about
1: suspending disbelief way too much.
0: <laughs> yeah, definitely. I mean, and granted, one thing I will say about the flashback scene with kills going back to that, is I don't think they should have had Loomis saying, did he kill again? Mm. Of course, we know he's going to kill again.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a good point. That's a good point.
0: And, and of course, you knew it wasn't Donald Pleasance's voice by that point. Right, but at, right. At one one part of that, it, had they taken that away, have Loomis show up, have him say, Michael, stop, mm-hmm. like you did, and perfect. Yep. But I yep. mean, it's still a great scene. It is, man. How they I got that actor to look just like it.
1: Yep, Yeah. And, and course- that that wasn't oh. even the plan at first. They no. just because he was working on the film and they they looked at him and they were like, man, this guy, he really looks like Donald Pleasance. And then so they used, you know, the prosthetics and the makeup on him. And um, that was it. You know, it wasn't any CGI to his face. It was just prosthetics and makeup. And it's like, man, he looks so much like Donald Pleasance. It's it's absolutely uncanny.
0: Yeah, definitely. And, of course, they tried to make that the worst kept. That was the worst kept secret of all time. They were seeing this guy at, like, Comic-Cons or whatever, I guess it was. And they were just like, look at him. He looks just Mm -hmm. like Donald Pleasance. Mm -hmm. And, of course, they're downplaying it. Blumhouse is like, oh, no, we're not going to do that. And sure enough. That's right. But, you know, um, the saddest thing is how people nowadays have to spoil a movie for other people. I agree, man. Yeah, Social I hate spoilers. it' has been a blessing, but also a curse.
1: I agree. I, I hate spoilers. I really, I really do, do. do.
0: I mean, there's people that go out and they're like, well, I didn't want the movie spoiled. But yet I looked for them anyway. It's like, then mm-hmm. why? Why bitch about that? You know, and it just it gets to that point where. I don't know how they would keep another Halloween movie secret. As soon as that thing gets announced, like, people will go nuts. Yep. Yep. And even at the same time, I'll still go see it even after what ends was.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's what happens when you're a fan of the franchise. You know, you're still going to you're still going to keep looking for those sequels that you're going to enjoy, you know? And fortunately in this franchise, it, it has had a lot of good, good sequels and great
0: sequels too. So definitely. I hope. yeah. Freaking, my phone keeps blowing up. Everyone <laughs> has to, I tell people all the time when I'm recording, I can't look. So then I get a text message. Well, are you mad at me? it's like, no, I'm recording. Right. But definitely this was really fun, man.
1: Absolutely, man. Yeah. I had a blast. Anytime I can talk about horror movies, it's, it's fun, man. And of course, um, you know, you know, for these folks that have jumped in a lot of these folks that are uh, so amazing uh, in the community. Thank you guys for hanging out too, man. It's, it's just fun. It's, it's like you, when you have a passion for something and you can share it with people and get their opinions and have conversations. I mean, it's a win, in
0: oh, my definitely. opinion. Yeah, yeah. But I this mean, was a lot of fun. You know, podcasting still hasn't reached its zenith yet. I agree. And one day, hopefully, I'm still around when it does. But I'm going to keep doing this. Even, even if it does make good money for me, I'll still mm-hmm. love it. I'll yeah. still do it and I'll still bring the same amount of energy that I do now. I mean yeah. horror movies will always be around. Absolutely. Now if they go woke, that's one thing and will be kind of shitty, but right. And the same thing is it's a whole different horror, just like everything, has to evolve. Yep. I mean, we had Saw, we got Terrifier now. Um mm-hmm we will get the next big horror icon. It's just going to yeah. take some time. I agree. Jason's going to be coming back before you know it. Yep. Hopefully they'll figure out, now that Robert England has retired, Yeah. Um, we're going to need a new Freddy. That's right. He says Kevin Bacon. I, I think I would love Kevin Bacon in that role, but at the same time, go with someone that you can have do it for the long haul. Right. Agreed. Yeah, because
1: Kevin Bacon isn't that much younger than Robert England?
0: No. And I mean, when he said Kevin Bacon, I was just like, oh, God. And then, of course, you look back at Kevin Bacon when he did Tremors. It's like, oh, why couldn't he have been in the second one?
1: hmm. Yeah.
0: But I mean, and granted, now that Fred's gone, I don't think we'll ever get. I don't think he'll ever come back Yeah, because he wanted he wanted Fred to be with him. Right, and and I understand that. That Definitely, yeah. you know they were they were really good together. Yeah, they were. And so it's just, yeah, horror will always evolve, and we may not like how it evolves, but you know what? It's gonna happen no matter if me and Knight say no, don't do it. It's That's right. It's got to. Right. It it does. It really does. But I'm gonna let Knight go. Um, All right, man. Go check out his stuff at the night watch zone i can't call it stuff because it's really good and <laughs> as soon as i like looked at your uh at your youtube channel i was like oh god i gotta subscribe and i hadn't even watched any of your videos that, by that point yet so oh, i was like yeah. i'm gonna subscribe anyway because he loves horror
1: <laughs> thanks man i appreciate it. yeah I, I definitely subscribe to you too man so like Thank i said you so much yeah, and if you get a chance to to pop by on our streams and stuff mm-hmm. like that, yeah, man. I mean, it's a good it's a good community. It yeah, really, really definitely, is. Definitely. Yeah.
0: We're we're under, we're misunderstood and underloved sometimes.
1: <laughs> I couldn't have yeah. said it any better, man.
0: You know, we we're a small community, and no one's going to really understand our love for some of these characters. I mean, it gets to the point where it in in a way it is an obsession, but mm-hmm. we don't take it too far. Right. You know, um, there there was people that were actually gonna sit out a, of movie theaters when uh, kills came out. I think mm-hmm. because they yeah. had heard that Michael kills two characters that were gay, mm-hmm. and it's just like, come on, people. You know, and there
1: was backlash on the firefighters. Being yeah, killed too. Yeah.
0: yeah, and so it's just it it, it is what it is, and. Like I said, I can't thank you enough for coming on the show.
1: Yeah, man, no problem at all.
0: No problem. Sorry, at all, it ran man. a little bit longer than what it probably should have, but you know, no, it was a good conversation, man. I hey, it. anytime you want me for a two-hour, three-hour stream, I'm down. All right. Hey, well, look, like I said, man, we'll try to we'll try to get something
1: going because, like, we have a lot of times we have multiple people on the panel and stuff just mm-hmm. talking like this. Yeah, we'll. Tr- I'll try to figure out something, and I got your email and stuff. So Definitely. yeah, we got yep. we got a way to communicate.
0: Oh hell yeah, and I'll I'll watch your stuff. I every time someone's like, well, hit that notification icon. I are, I put it to all, yeah. So now me too. I will know whenever you do it. And I I just gotta say, man, keep doing what you're doing. You're doing a great job.
1: Hey man, thanks. I appreciate it, man. And there, to there you, ain't man. enough this, this...
0: of us out there that are doing horror podcasts. I mean, it's you got true. people that do true crime, which true crime ones are really good.
1: Yeah, I do like true crime stuff, too. Yes.
0: Have you ever checked out one called The Broken System Podcast?
1: No, no, I haven't heard of that one.
0: Go check that one out. It got big news because they officially got the person that killed the one that Robert talks about. Wow. And it was after, I think, like seven or ten years. They had said that the guy had committed suicide and Robert... And of course, the victim's sister Mm -hmm. had put so much heat on, hey, you know, there's more to this story that needs to be told. And finally, DJ finally got his justice. Nice. That's the one that got murdered. And it's great. It's on Spotify. Granted, he does have a YouTube channel, but it's on Spotify. Okay. Okay. And cool. it's definitely a great checkout. Um, Kyle, uh, Flats Movies and Pop Culture 13. If anyone oh, yeah. hasn't seen that, go check it out. Talking Shit, you know, they're another great one. Um, nice. Just, it's a great community. Um, and hopefully we keep it going because we're the ones that got to keep it going.
1: Yeah, we, it's true.
0: The newer generation. Yeah, they will come in, mm-hmm. but at the same time, they don't know about, the really good times that our franchises have had. Right.
1: Yep. It's true. It's very, very true.
0: And so night, thank you so very much, brother. Yeah, man. We'll talk to you later.
1: All right, man. I'll catch you later.
0: See you later, man.
1: All right. Yep. Bye bye. Bye.
0: So that was my interview with, Knight Taylor from the Night Watch Zone. Great, great interview. I love his community. I love my community. Thank you all for coming over, commenting, being a part of the show. Truly 100% appreciate it. I'll keep bringing you all this amazing content. You can listen to me anywhere where you hear podcasts, or you can go on my YouTube channel, hit that subscribe button, hit the notification, like some of my videos, and I'll keep bringing you great, great, well, I can't say great too many times because then I feel like it would be a letdown if I had a bad episode. But thank you all so much for joining us. I truly love my community and I truly love the horror community. Um, But yeah, if you haven't yet, and it's been so nice to meet all of you, Val, very nice to meet you. Um, Tuesday, Well, I'll probably put it on all my socials, which my socials will be in the description. So uh, go check out. Thank you all for everyone that showed up. I love you all. Have a great, safe night, and I will see you all on Tuesday. Also, before I go, please go check out the Talking Shit Show. Mark and Brian do a really good job. Um, Go check out Flats Movies and Pop Culture 13. Go check out uh, Slash and Cast if you haven't. We watched a movie, another great community there. Um, go check out the Broken System podcast, which is on Spotify. He does Robert does have a YouTube channel, but the episodes are on Spotify. Great, great storytelling on that one. Um, and yeah, thank you all so very much. Have a great night. Thank you all for who joined. Love you all, and I will see you all next time. Welcome into Metalhead Journeys. What is Metalhead Journeys? It's exactly how it sounds it's a journey through the world of metal by a couple of metalheads. Are you thinking of getting into metal? Where do you begin? There are so many different subgenres. What bands are good? What albums are good? We'll provide answers to all of those questions. We'll handle all the research and do all the dirty work by listening to the good, the bad, and the ugly, so you don't have to. Classic albums, new albums, bands no one's ever heard of. Get ready as we'll applaud and
1: criticize with the same passion. This is Metalhead Journeys.